We'd like to welcome everyone today. If you're a guest with us, we welcome you this morning. We're so glad that you're here with us today, worshiping with us on this wonderful holiday weekend. We welcome you. Praise God. Amen. And if you are watching us this morning on theantioch.com, we welcome you this morning into our broadcast. Praise God. Amen. I pray and hope all of you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday tomorrow. Be safe. and Spend some time relaxing uh, tomorrow. And uh, we're excited about going forward and seeing what the Lord is going to do. Amen. What he's doing already, but what he's going to continue to do. Praise God. John chapter 14. We're going to take our scripture today from the gospel of John chapter 14. And we're going to read one verse, verse number six. It says this, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, everybody say no man. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I want to preach to you today for a few minutes on this subject What's the big deal about Jesus? What's the big deal about Jesus? Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Service started. An elderly lady walked in the back door. An usher came over and greeted her and said, Ma'am, we're so glad you're here today. Where would you like to sit? I'll show you to your seat. She said, I want to sit on the front row. He said, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. He said, our pastor is pretty boring. She said, do you know who I am? He said, no. She said, I'm his mother. (laughs) He looked at her and says, do you know who I am? She said, no. He said, well, that's good. There's something in a name. There's something about a name. I came across this recently. I thought it was pretty funny. There are books nowadays about everything and anything. And there's a book written by a man named Paul Dickerson. It's written, it's called Names. And he had a hobby of collecting unusual names attached to unusual circumstances. And these are actual names and the circumstances that surrounded him. Sometimes a name can be pretty prophetic. Listen to this. Two men that were executed in Florida's electric chair were named Will Burn and Will Frizzle. It's hard to make some stuff up. A Montreal window washer who fell to his death was named Will Drop. Joe Bunt became a baseball coach. Jeff Treadwell became a podiatrist. Dan Druff became a barber. Two police officers who became partners were named Go Forth and Ketchum. There was a company where two partners sold church equipment and their names were O'Neill and Prey. 
A plaster, com- uh, a plaster contractor was named Will Crumble. And my favorite, a urologist by the name of P.P. Peters. <laughs> There's something about a name that's accompanied in a name. There's something more than just your title but there's something that goes into that when, you're, when you speak your name. First thing is your reputation. You've heard someone say he's making a name for himself or he's got a good name or he's got a bad name. If I said names today like Adolf Hitler or Elvis Presley or Queen Elizabeth or George Washington or names, I could go down the list. With each one of those names, you would automatically know the reputation of that person simply by calling their name. You know their character by the name. You find it uh, interesting in the Old Testament especially, and it happened in the New as well, that when God changed somebody, He often accompanied it by changing their name. The last thing that happens is in your name is authority. There's authority in a name. If you were sitting at your table this afternoon eating your lunch and John Smith called you, you would more than likely let it ring and go to voicemail. But if Barack Obama called, you'd pick it up simply because what the name represents. By the name, what the name is. And so when we say the name Jesus today, we're not simply saying the name Jesus, but within that name is accompanied by so much that goes along with just those five letters. Recently I read this. Muhammad Ali wrote this. He said, my mother was a Baptist. She believed Jesus was the son of God. I don't believe that. But even though my mother had a religion different from me, I believe that on judgment day, my mother will be in heaven. There are Jewish people who lead good lives. When they die, I believe they're going to go to heaven. If you're a good Muslim, if you're a good Christian, if you're a good Jew, it doesn't matter what religion you are. If you're a good person you'll receive God's blessing. No offense to Muhammad Ali, who could float like a butterfly and sting like a bee, but he missed it here. Because when it boils down to it, there's one thing that's above every other thing, and that is the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how sincere someone is. Without the name of Jesus, you've got nothing. If you showed up into Annapolis and you were new to the area and you asked me how to get somewhere, it didn't matter if I gave you directions with all the sincerity of my heart. If the directions were wrong, you're going to end up at the wrong place. It doesn't matter how sincere I was in giving you those directions. If I gave you those directions in sincerity, but they were the wrong directions, you're still going to find yourself in the wrong place. So many times we equate sincerity with truth. Because someone is sincere, we must think that they are somehow living the truth. But that doesn't always equate. Because the truth boils down to one thing, and it begins with the name of Jesus. Dick Fica, a Presbyterian pastor who serves on the director as the director of the Council for a Parliament of World Religion, said at a recent conference, and this is where I get the title from today, 
He said, what's the big deal about Jesus? What's the big deal about Jesus? Philippians 2 verse 9 says, Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. There's nobody like Jesus. His word is true. His motives are pure. His love is real. His ways are just. His aims are high. His heart, his kind, his grace is sufficient. His burden is light. His rest is satisfying. His yoke is easy. You can say amen if you believe it. His promises are sure. His peace is perfect. His power is limitless. His mercy is great. His salvation is free. His joy is unspeakable. His touch is refreshing. His blessings are many. His wisdom is unequaled. His spirit is quickening. His assurance is comforting. His eyes are compassionate. His ears are attentive. His works are righteous. His miracles are matchless. There's nothing like the name of Jesus. There's no other name in history that's been greater than the name of Jesus. Even the great names of the Bible, Abraham and Moses, Jacob and Joseph, David and Solomon, Isaiah and Jeremiah, none of them compare with the name of Jesus. Enoch walked with God, but Jesus was God. Noah built the ark, but Jesus was the ark. Abraham is the father of the faithful, but Jesus is the foundation of our faith. Jacob ascended his dream ladder to heaven, but Jesus became the dream ladder. Moses brought in plagues, but Jesus drove out plagues. Moses fed manna, fed manna, men manna as their bread, but Jesus said, I am the living bread. The name of Jesus is strength for the weak, light in the darkness, water for the thirsty, bread for the hungry, hope for the hopeless, home for the homeless, wealth for the poverty stricken. Call him in trouble and relief will come. Trust him and trials and failure will elude you. Cherish him in adversity and you will find a rainbow in every cloud. Implore him in prayer and you're in your sure an answer. You see, the devil doesn't care where you go to church. Oh, I'm about to mess somebody up right now. He doesn't care what song you sing. He doesn't care if you carry a Bible. He doesn't care how you dress. The thing that he cares about the most is, do you have the name? Because the Bible says that he's not subject to the what you look like, where you go to church, how you sing a song. I'm not saying none of that matters, but he didn't say he's subject to that. But the Bible says that even the demons are subject to the name of Jesus. You can show up and say, well, just because I go to a church, he doesn't even care if you call yourself apostolic. It doesn't matter. You can say, I'm apostolic. You can say, I go to Antioch. Yawn. 
Because ultimately, it doesn't matter to him. What matters is, have you been washed in the blood of the Lamb? When you went down in the water, was the name of Jesus put on you? Because the Bible says that when you are baptized into Christ, you put on Christ. You're not just going through a religious experience, but when you get in that water and the man of God or the woman of God who baptizes you, they say, my brother or my sister, upon the confession of your faith, as the scripture says, for the forgiveness of your sins, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus. At that moment, not the next day, not the next week, not the next month, but at that day, no longer are you known by your biological name, but there's a spiritual name, the name of heaven that is put on your name. If the Muslims can call themselves by their God, why can't we call ourselves by our God? I don't introduce myself like this, but I start should start doing it. My name is not Joel Wright, but my name really is Joel Wright Jesus. You see, that's the problem. We don't believe that. Oh, we don't believe it. We, you know what? We don't believe it, and so we don't act like we believe it. That's why some of you walk around with your head down. Poor me, beat up, messed up, can't seem to live with any kind of victory because you don't believe what I just said. But when you believe, hey, you don't mess with me. You can mess with my neighbor. You can mess with my coworker. You can mess with anybody. But hey, devil, you better not mess with me. Because listen, when you mess with me, you're not just messing with me, but you're messing with my father. Love it when you used to say it as a little kid or little kids say it now. They get messed with and they know they can't be. He said, I'm going to call my daddy. I'm going to call. You can mess with me. I may not be able to beat you up. I may not be able to mess with you. But if I called my daddy, my daddy walked in here today. He's bigger than you. He's stronger than you. He's faster than you. He's got more power than you. There are times where, you know what? I don't have the strength to fight it on my own. But I've got a heavenly daddy that if I just say, Jesus, 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 call him in the morning, call him in the noonday, call him in the evening call him in the middle of the night he said whatever you call me wherever you somebody just give me some prayer whatever you call him i'll be there have we forgotten what this is all about can we just simplify it for a moment I know we all want to hear what the Greek and the Hebrew has to say. I know all of us want to know how we can live a better life, a good life, how our best life. But can we just simplify all of this for just a moment? Can we boil it down to one thing? Jesus? You know, folks, if we get that right, the rest, it'll fall into place. 
But if we can't even get that part right, and we've oversimplified, well, what's the big deal? It's just Jesus. What's the big deal about Jesus? Jesus is everything. I know for some of you, it's been a few years since that experience in that water. I know for some of you, the farther away you get from something, you begin to forget the true impact that it had on you. But the problem with that is, when we begin to forget who we are, we begin to walk around with no power because then we forget who we are. But if we remember who we are and who he has made us, I know that sounds, some of you are like, you can't talk to the devil like that. You can't say that to the devil. You're going to make him mad. Don't make the devil mad. Don't, don't say, don't. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If that's your attitude today, it proves you don't know who you are. Yo, you can't say that stuff about, you can't make the devil, you can't, you can't, you can't challenge the devil. He'll get you. If that's truly the case, here's my iPad, here's the microphone, I'm leaving. What are we here for? What are we here for? We've made the devil this big and God that big. We've made the devil out to be some undefeatable foe. And all we are is just poor Christians. We just got to hold on. If I could just hold on, you know, the world's getting so bad. And things are so bad. And everything's going crazy. And we're just going to go to church and hunker down and hope we can last to the end. Come on, folks. No wonder nobody wants Christianity. Nobody, no wonder nobody wants Jesus. What do we have to offer him if that's what we believe? But if you can say to somebody, listen, I don't care what you're facing. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what mountain is in your way. I know a name that's above every name. I know a name that's higher than every name. I know a name that if you call that name, mountains will move. I just want to experiment for a second. Who needs a touch from God right now? Who needs it? Who who needs a touch from God? Who needs it? Come on, somebody. Right here. Come on. Come here. You want a touch from God? We're going to try this out. Ready? You ready? We're going to try this. Raise your hands. In the name of Joel. In the name of Joel. Nothing, right? Nothing. Because I haven't done anything. But let's just watch this. In the name of Jesus. 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 In Jesus' name. 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 Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes. There's power in the name. There's healing in the name. There's deliverance in the name. Oh, come on, somebody. Get to your feet just for a moment. Throw your hands in the air and just begin to say that name. 
Come on, all over this place. Say it. Say it. Say it with faith. Say it like you believe it. Let this place be filled with the name. Let this place shake with the name. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, he's worthy. 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 Hallelujah. 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 It's one thing to sing about it. It's one thing to talk about it. But it's a whole nother thing when you can experience the power of the name of Jesus. Oh, something's moving in this place. I feel faith moving in this place. Because when you begin to talk about the name of Jesus, your mountain begins to look like a foothill. Your dark places begin to look light. Your crooked places begin to look straight. Because when you begin to talk about the name of Jesus, the impossible becomes possible. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. We're stopping right here. I feel something strong. Some of you, it's time for you to let keep letting yourself get pushed around, intimidated, made out to be that you're nothing but a poor surviving Christian. It's time for somebody in here today to rise up with some faith, take out the sword of the Spirit, and say, enough is enough. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying. It's not about a preacher, not about a church, but where's your faith? Where's your faith? We preached about it last week. Blind Bartimaeus said, Jesus. And they said, no, no, you can't say that. And he stood back up and said, louder, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Some of you need to stop letting yourself be intimidated about who you are, who God's made you to be, who God's called you to be and somebody needs to stand up with a backbone and say, listen devil, you come here, I'm about to tell you something, you messed with the wrong person today (laughs) Brother Whaley, do me a favor can you go down to that sign down there and check and make sure it still says Antioch, the apostolic church. Cause I think I showed up at the wrong place because when you say that, it's all like, Oh, that's good. You know, that's, that's nice. So, yeah. You know what? It's a free country. Some of you, you wore chains when you, before you got saved, wear chains now. What does it matter? Spray paint them, make them gold, make them look good. But if, or if you're tired of living 
in where you are. If you're tired of living in the fear, if you're tired of living in the darkness, if you're tired of living in the pressure, why don't you get up and shake yourself loose and say, enough is enough. Is there anybody in the place today with some faith that will stand and say, listen, I'm tired of living like this. I will not go on one more day like this because I have the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, reach over next to somebody right now. Reach over by somebody, grab them and just begin to call on that name. We're not going to go any step further right now. We're staying right here. Grab somebody. Begin to say that name. Jesus. 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 Yay! Rise up, Holy Ghost. 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 Come on. Come on. Let your faith be released in this place for a moment. Let your faith be released. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. Yeah, come on, something's happening. Something's moving in this place. Something's moving in this place. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Oh, Jesus. 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 Oh, Jesus. 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 There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's hope in the name of Jesus. Salvation in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the name. Yay! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, give us a fresh revelation today, God, of who we are. Give us a fresh revelation today of who we are. Yay. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, have your way in this place, Holy Ghost. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sit just for a, another moment. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 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 Let me just say this. This revelation is the one revelation the devil doesn't want you to get. This is the revelation he doesn't want you to get. This is the revelation he wants to challenge you on. Really, honestly, you think getting in that water was that big of a deal. Do you, do you really think that just, you know, this is... He wants to... Because he knows if you ever click and understand this revelation... He doesn't stand a chance. The only hope he has is to get you to believe you're something that you're not. Because if you ever realize who you are, that doesn't mean you walk around going, look who I am, look what I've done. That's not what we're talking about today. If that's what you're thinking, you're totally missing it. That's not what we're talking about. But let's be honest. If you had your parents today, and I know we use this a lot, and forgive me for using it, it's kind of old by now, but let's be honest, if today somehow you were magically adopted by Bill Gates, 
and you walked in here today and you didn't have two pennies to rub together. But I told you and I showed you the paper. I said, Bill Gates is flying right now from Seattle. He'll be here in about four hours to take you back on his private plane and you're going to live and anything you want you're going to have. Boy, all of a sudden now, you're going to walk with a little step. You're going to hold your head up a little bit. You're going to look around. If someone comes up to you, you may drop, do you know who I am? You don't know who I am. You know who I am. Why is it okay for us to believe that naturally? But you know, all this, this nonsense thing about being Jesus, you know, all that. You know, it's just sometimes I don't really know if all that's the true. Come on, folks, give me a break. This is not a religion. We're participating here today. We're not here to go to church. We're not here to go to church. Good, it's working. Praise God. They've said that this is the microphone. They call this the yell it and this is the tell it. So I may have to switch to the yell it in a minute if we're not getting it. But it's not a coming to church. You know what? There are people that are going to come to church and go to hell coming to church. It's not coming to church is what this is all about. But it's about who you are. Who he's made you to be. That's why it's important what name you were baptized in. That's not just something because we are trying to be different. It's all that matters. Because you know what? There's a lot of people walking around with a full bank account, but are bouncing checks. Because you can have a full bank account and bounce checks if you put the wrong name on the check. It doesn't matter what your bank account says. If you don't have the right name on the check, whatever you have behind that check is not going to be able to, to, to be authorized to be used because of the name that's on the check. So all this stuff, you know, you really think this is a big deal? Some people accuse us. They say, you know what? You people are just Jesus only. Okay, okay. okay. You're just being Jesus only. Okay, okay. Now, are you trying to make an argument or trying to? Because I, I think, I think, I think for a minute, Acts four twelve says something. Something along the lines is, neither is there salvation in uh, in any other name. For there is no other name among heaven given among men whereby what? We must be saved. So excuse me if I'm Jesus only because what other way is there to be? You know what? I, I, I preached this a couple years back and allow me to use it again. The Pharisees, the rulers of Israel were standing below the cross looking up at Jesus on the cross. 
And when they looked up and they saw what they saw, they became infuriated with it. And they took off and ran to Pilate, demanding Pilate that he take down what was on that cross. You see, you've seen it, you've heard it, but when Jesus was crucified, the Romans wrote in three different languages, in Latin, in Greek, and in Hebrew, the inscription, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. And he had put this inscription up on top of the cross for all to see. And when the Pharisees stood there looking up at it, they became infuriated, but not for what you think they'd be infuriated. Why? Because in the Hebrew language, the first letter of a word carries great significance. The first letter of a word, in fact, in Hebrew writings, you can, you can use the first letter of words and, and, and there are, there's meaning and all this that goes into all of that. And when they looked up at the inscription as it was written in Hebrew, the first, it was a four letter, it was a four word uh, inscription in Hebrew. And the first four letters were Y-H-V-H. In case you don't know what that means, in the Old Testament, the unspeakable holy name of God was written in the Old Testament as Y-H-V-H. And that name had not been spoken in Israel Because when they came out of captivity, in their desire to not make God mad anymore, they decided, let's not even say his name. And so, when they stood below that cross, and they looked up at that inscription, they didn't care what it said in Latin, they didn't care what it said in Greek, but in the Hebrew tongue, they saw Y-H-B. H. We, in the English, we say Jehovah. So when they looked up at that on the cross, they saw Jehovah of the old is now on the cross as Jesus of the new. And they became infuriated. And I love this. Old Pontius Pilate, the great gnarly, rough, salty governor of Judea, appointed by Rome. They walk in there in their garb and they got, I, mean, I, I imagine they were fuming, attitudes just going. And they walked up to him and they said, you change this name. And they said, why don't you change it to, he, to instead of saying Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews, why don't you just say, he said that he was king of the Jews. And old Pilate had the best comeback of all time. He said to him, what is written, is written. You see, why was that important? What was so important about that? Why was it important that a name be put on the cross? Do you know how many... Crucifixion wasn't a new thing. We think Jesus was the only one crucified. He wasn't the only one crucified. In fact, when Jesus was a young boy, there were 2,000 rebels crucified. And he would have seen it. Crucifixion wasn't a new thing. 
It wasn't something that just started with Jesus. It had been used. He wasn't the only one crucified. But if you go back in history, there wasn't a practice of putting the name of the crucified one on the cross. That wasn't something that they did. So why did they put it on the cross of Jesus? Some may say, well, because you know Pilate wanted to know. But no, it's deeper than that. Because God doesn't do anything by chance, right? It, everything is orchestrated. Because what, what was Jesus? Jesus became the Lamb of God, the Passover Lamb, to shed sins for all, shed the blood for sins for all of us to be forgiven, right? But because what began in the old has to come in the new. You can't just change things because once God establishes something, he has to continue that throughout Scripture. In the Passover practice, the Jewish families, when they were preparing for the sacrifice of the lamb, the Bible said that you had to find your best lamb. Don't be picking the one with three legs, with all matted down fur, the one that stutters, the one that goes in circles. Pick the best one. Find the one that, you th- that is your best. And they would bring this lamb, and this is what the family would do. They would bring this lamb, and this lamb would become a part of the family. In fact, in some houses, they would even let it be in, in with the family when it's eating. And they wanted this lamb to become a part of the family. But as a way to identify this lamb, they would take a name plate with the name of the family on it and they would hang it around the neck of the lamb because they wanted the lamb to be identified with the family name. So when the lamb was sacrificed, the lamb was carrying the name of the family. So when Jesus got on the cross as the lamb, in order for the sins of the family to be carried, the name had to be placed on the lamb. So when they looked up at the cross and they saw Y-H-V-H, and they knew he had called himself the lamb of God. John said that. Hold the lamb of God that take away the sin of the world. When they did that and they established that, they knew exactly what was taking place. So don't tell me today the name doesn't matter. Don't tell me today it doesn't matter how you were baptized as long as you were sincere. That's all that matters. If that's the case, then why did God go to so much trouble to, to prick the heart of a Roman governor? A pagan governor to do something out of the ordinary. And then when the Jewish rulers came to him, instead of saying, listen, whatever you guys want to do, I don't care, just do it. He said to them, what is written, is written. If he went to all that trouble, my friend, to make his name established Why do you think 2,000 years later, when we're more sophisticated than ever, that now it's not a big deal? 
Why is it now that we've become so educated that now the name of Jesus... You know what? There's a theme throughout the Gospels. There's a theme throughout the Gospels. And it's Jesus. There's a theme throughout the New Testament. And it's Jesus. Paul said in his letter to the Corinthian church, I don't want to know anything among you. It said this, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's all I want to know. That's all I care about is to know this. I want to know Jesus and the fact that He died on that cross, but more importantly, He didn't die there, but He was resurrected. You can take everything you want and boil it up, but it all matters to me is I want to know Jesus. You know what? You know why some of us don't pray? Let me just, when you're in need, how many of you get on your knees and call the Easter Bunny? How many of you, when you're in need, you call out to Santa Claus? We know we don't do that. There's any kids in here, I'm about to ruin their life. Santa Claus is not real. Sorry to disappoint you, Brother Joel, thank you. I'll come to your house dressed up. Santa Claus is not real. So because we know it's not, we don't even bother asking. But if you're sick in an emergency, you know where to go. You go to the hospital, right? Because you believe that there's something there. So you'll act on what you believe on. So my question is, if you're not praying, it's proof that you don't have a revelation of who you're praying to. Because if you truly believed who you were praying to, you wouldn't have to be told you need to pray. You wouldn't have to be told this is what you need to do. Because if you really believed who was there, and you ever believe when you called on the name of Jesus what that meant, hey, there wouldn't be one person that could stop you from praying. But too many times... God has been relegated to the realm of the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. Well, we just throw our penny in the wishing well. We just hope we're, just, we're not on the naughty list. We're on the good list. And somehow, if we act good enough, we do enough good deeds, we'll get on the good list, and he'll send us what we want. That's not what this is all about. Because if I truly know who he is, when I begin to call that name, when I begin to say that name, I'm not just saying a name, but within that name, everything that that name accompanies, I'm calling on. I haven't got a chance. I'm almost done. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't got a chance to flush all this out. So if you don't believe this and you think it's crazy, I won't take offense to this. It's just something over the last little while, it's been kind of going over in my mind. And I, sometimes I think kind of crazy. And I, most of you know I am a little crazy. And so... There's sometimes I think things that probably for most of us sound a little, little wild. But you ever walked in the mall? They used to have this kiosk in the mall. And you walked up there and you could select your name. And when, they, you, when you took your name out, it had all these attributes attached to your name. And it was remarkable. It was, my wife did it and I did it. There was a couple others that I knew did it. And it was scary how accurate that was describing me. Not saying it was 1,000% accurate. I mean, I didn't fall on my knees and cry. But it was amazing how somebody sitting somewhere with a computer typed in Joel, and then all these attributes came with it. And when I read it, man, I was like, 
That's crazy. And it did for, we did it for my wife. It was the same thing. And, and maybe you went there and it, it didn't match. So, again, I, I may be shooting myself in the foot. But I began to think about that. And I thought about this. The Bible says that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And in the Old Testament especially, a name had great meaning. But I begin to think about this. That a name, now follow me for a second, I'm going to lose about ten of you right now. A name isn't just simply a name, but it's actually a word that has meaning attached to it. Because if I said bridge or building or, uh, or, or ball or chair, I'm not just saying a word, but I'm, I'm saying something that carries a definition and a meaning, right? So a name, when it's said, it's not just saying a title, but it's carrying definition. So just follow me on this. I know I'm out there. That's okay. We'll come back and get the rest of you on the return trip. Every time someone calls you by your name, Don, Joel, Kim, we're just calling names. Every time someone says their name, when they speak that out loud, according to the word of God, when you speak something, you're speaking it into existence. The Bible says there's no such thing as an idle word. So when you speak something, you're speaking into existence. So when I'm saying the name, Dylan, Dylan, when I'm saying that name, I'm speaking not only that name, but what all comes with that name. And I thought about this, and now I'm out there, and that's okay. I often thought about this. Is it possible... That after a while of being called a certain name, because that name carries significance, that you start to become what you're called. That after a while, you actually begin to become that name because you're called by that name. And by calling that name, someone is speaking that over your life. Now, I know that sounds crazy for some of you, and some of you are like, well, well, I don't know what my name means, or my name doesn't mean anything good. Well, I, I, I know, it's, there's loopholes in this, okay? I understand that. I'm not saying it's a sound doctrine. We're not going to start a church based on it. But I'm, I'm wondering, because we have to understand the power of a name. That's why when he said you're baptized, you're not just simply being baptized, but there's a name being put over you. So it doesn't matter what your family name represents. It doesn't matter what your, your first name is. When you're baptized, no longer is that who you are. But when you're baptized in heaven and in eternity, you're no longer known by who you are, but you're known now because you've been adopted into the family of heaven and now you have the name of Jesus over your life and whatever comes with the name of Jesus now becomes a part of your life. That's why everything about the name of Jesus from A to Z becomes a part of your life. Because he becomes an advocate, an anchor, the alpha, the anointed of God, the only begotten son, the branch, the bread, the bridegroom, the bishop, the captain of the soul, the consolation, the cornerstone, the counselor, the Christ. Can't nobody do me like Jesus? 
the deliverer, the day spring, the door, the desire of nations, the elect, the Emmanuel, the great emancipator, the forerunner, the friend, the first fruits, the fountain of life, the finisher of our faith. All this comes with it. God, governor, guide, glorious Lord, help, hope, husband, head of the church, heir of all things, high priest, hell's dread and heaven's bread. The inheritance, the image of God, immortal, invisible, immovable, judge, just, Jehovah, Shama, Jehovah, Rapha, Jehovah, Sikudu, Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah, Nisa, Jehovah, Shalom, Jehovah, Sabaoth. He is the king of Israel, the king of glory, the life, the light, the love, the lily of the valley, the lion of Judah, the lamb of God, the lawgiver, the living stone, marvelous, magnanimous, matchless, magnificent, maker of mankind and the mighty God. All this comes with it when you say the name. Noah's rainbow, Nehemiah's wall builder, Nicodemus's night school teacher, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, prince of peace, the great physician, the prophet, the precious stone, the quickening spirit, the thirst quencher, the reviver of men's souls, the redeemer, the river of refreshment, the rock of ages, the ransom, the ruler, the righteous, the rock in the weary land. The Savior, the Shepherd. You can say amen every once in a while if it's okay. The Savior, the Shepherd, the Source and the Shield. The Teacher of Truth, the Tried and the Fire, the Tender and the Trustworthy. The Unchangeable, the Unsearchable, the Unlimited, the Unfailing. The Vested in Virtue, the Victimized for Our Sins. The Victorious, the Wonderful, Way Maker, Well of Living, Water, Wheel in the Middle of the Wheel. The Way Back when there is no way back. And the x-ray, because he doesn't just see your problem, he sees right through your problem. And the word of Zephaniah and Zechariah, when you say the name Jesus, everything that goes with the name of Jesus, from every, thank you, Brother Lewis, everything from A to Z comes with that name. So I want you right now, if you would, just stand to your feet. Right now, I'm closing. Just stand to your feet. And I wonder if you could just say that name a few times with some faith. Jesus. 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 Because when I begin to say that name, when I begin to call that name, when I begin to speak that name, something begins to happen. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, just take a moment and say, God, help me today to get the revelation of the name. Help me to get a revelation of who the name is and what the name is about. Whatever you need in this place today, it comes in the name. Whatever you're desiring in this place today is wrapped up in the name. You don't have to say deliverer. You don't have to say healer. You don't have to say hope. You don't have to say peace. You don't have to say forgiver of sins. You only have to say Jesus. 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 Jesus, I wonder one more time if you could, if you could reach over next to somebody, just take them by the hand, begin to pray for them. If you don't know what else to pray, just begin to pray the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, speak it with faith. Pray it with faith. Release it with prayer. Say, I release the name of Jesus over your life. I release the name of Jesus in your life. I release the power.
power of the name of Jesus in your life. Come on, you're not just saying a prayer, but you're speaking power. You're speaking authority. Jesus. Jesus. Come on. No more are we going to live by the lie of Satan that says we're nobody. We're just victims. But we know today we are the child of God, bought with the blood. But we carry the name. Oh, there is a name. There is a name. There is a name. Oh, precious name. Precious name. Oh, 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 Jesus. Jesus. There is a name. There is a name. There is a name. Oh, 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 Jesus. There is a name. There is a name. Oh, there is a name. There is a name. Oh, Jesus. 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 There is a name. There's healing in the name. Sing this. There's healing in the name. 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 Precious name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
is a name, there is a name. There is a name. a fresh reminder of the power of your name of the name of Jesus Lord that has been called over every person that's been baptized in your name that we have been called by that name that we walk in that name that we carry the authority of that name I bind every lie of the adversary I bind every spirit of doubt I bind every lie that would tear down things in our mind to know who we are, who you've called us to be. I know the authority and power that we carry by that name. In the name of Jesus, we speak these things. We proclaim these things. In the name of Jesus. Can we just clap our hands one more time and thank the Lord for the power of his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 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 Praise God. God bless you. Don't forget tonight uh, is the continuation of the youth revival. If there's possibility for you to be here, I know you'll be blessed. 6 p.m. here in the sanctuary, a part of the regular service on Sunday evening. God bless you. Shake somebody's hand. Amen.